Hi, and thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Marvelous Mouth Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Carrie Dillon. Hello. Debbie Stoker. Hi. And Stacey Rollins. Hey, guys. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMouseTravels.com, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. In today's episode, we'll discuss Norwegian cruise lines, in particular the Norwegian Encore cruise ship. Carrie and Debbie recently spent some time on the ship, and we're excited to hear all about their experience. Hi, ladies. How's everybody doing today? Hello. Uh, I'm good. How about you? Pretty good. Uh, Not too bad. I'm good as well. Thank you. Well, and Debbie, this is your first time, so welcome to the podcast. Um, Thank it's you. It's tons of fun. So, um, I'm really I'm I'm excited to hear all about what you and Carrie have to say about the Norwegian. Personally, I've never done this cruise ship or this cruise line in particular, so I really want to hear about all about it. Can I guess we can start with a simple question? Like, tell me what is a ship like? Well, I guess, so we were um, invited to go on the inaugural sailing out of New York City. We went and we did that in November. The ship is, I mean, it was brand new and, and beautiful. Tons of lounges and bars and the entertainment was incredible, right, Debbie? Unbelievable. Can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. The entertainment, I, I would say, it is probably the highlight of that cruise ship for me, Choir of Man, was the best show I've ever seen, like on Broadway, on a cruise ship anywhere. It was really, really, it, it was really good. Stacy, I know you just sailed on um, Norwegian. How was the I, entertainment on that ship? Yes, I sailed on the getaway. And I would say that the entertainment was fun. Um, it was interactive. They did have um, a million-dollar quartet show that kind of highlighted, you know, Elvis Presley and Jerry Lee Lewis. And so those songs were fun, but I would call it um, average cruise ship entertainment. Nothing that like blew my socks off or anything like that, but it was enjoyable and it was family friendly and I enjoyed the entertainment. Yeah. So choir of man is like, you're sitting on the edge of your seat, standing ovation, like unbelievable. The best show I've ever seen. You, you wanted them to keep going and going and going and going. You did not want it to end at all. Right. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, matter of fact, we were disappointed that it wasn't going to be showing the next night because we would have <laughs> gone again to see it. Um, Absolutely. You know, that next night as well. Um, now, was that a paid know, show or a free show? No, it was complimentary. And it wow. was funny because the guys were throughout the ship and in the dining room. And every time you would see them, they were surrounded by a group of, people and fans that were just like telling them how incredible it was. I mean, it really was blow you away. Good. I would like to take my family on the ship just to see that show. Wow. That's something. Yeah, it really is. It was amazing. 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 And the guys were just so friendly. Like when you would see them in the dining area, they were just talking and they, you know, they love getting the compliments, you know, and and they just, they put on an amazing show. Amazing. Yeah, it really was. Now, we also um, did the Happy Hour Prohibition (laughs) show. Uh, Now, we didn't pay for it because it was an inaugural sailing, so everything is complimentary while you're on the ship. But that is $30 a person um, because it is paired with drinks and a lot of drinks throughout the show. (laughs) Definitely not a family-friendly show. I was actually pulled up on stage blindfolded and they were like pouring shots in my mouth um, when they tied me to the, a chair. 
So yeah, it's not a family friendly <laughs> show, but um, that was a lot of fun. But what we were surprised to find out is even if you have the drink package, it is not covered. The alcohol is not covered. You still have to pay for that show. If you're going to just go and say you don't have the drink package, $30 isn't bad. No, it's, for the amount yeah. of drinks that you got, it is, it is under. They should charge more for it with the amount of drinks yeah. that you have. Yeah. I mean, for me, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I could see if somebody has the drink package, but they also wouldn't want to pay for mm-hmm. that. But it is six. It says it's not suitable for children under 16. I think Kinky Boots, we saw that too. I think that was... Um, that was good. It was nothing like Fire of Man and maybe even a little bit more for to- geared towards older audiences, maybe. Yes. Yes. But I mean, they had tons of lounges and live music. And I definitely think that that's like kind of the highlight of the ship is like all the entertainment that they have. And I would say it kind of appeals to um, like an older crowd, teenagers and adults rather than like younger children. For a lot of the things. Yes, I would agree with that. I have a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old, and we just sailed um, Norwegian um, three weeks ago. Uh And it was definitely a ship geared towards teenagers, even down to um, daily activities that they would have, um, you know, that the they would put on would be like family dodgeball. But it was teenagers and adults out there, and they were really throwing those balls. Um, <laughs> right. But you know, little kids aren't going to do dodgeball with all of those people. Sure. And, right. You know, they had the ropes course and um, the zip lining and things like that, but it was just very teenage and adult driven. Right. Well, the other thing too, that we um, found, now they have a lot of fun activities on board. Like the Encore has the go-kart track. The Speedway. Mm-hmm. Right, the Speedway. And it was, honestly, it was larger than I expected it. it. You know, I mean, it's not like just this tiny little go around. But the only thing about it is it's not complimentary. So you're paying for it. So like, and I think I want to say it was like $15, like, you know, per person, per go around or, or whatnot. Um, so that can get kind of pricey when you have kids, because obviously they're going to want to partake in those types of things. They also had, which I thought was incredible, but um, again, geared towards older, they had um, virtual reality. This yeah. entire huge area of virtual reality. Galaxy Pavilion, it was called. Galaxy Pavilion, yes, yes, yes. And um, it was awesome. It was unbelievable. Like I know my kids are a little bit younger, but they do like that virtual reality. So I think that part of the ship they would love because they like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But it's also, that's not complimentary either. So people do need to realize that that, you know, is an additional expense as well. Now on the getaway, the activities that we took part in, they even have an escape um, game that you do Uh have to make a reservation for. Um, All the things that they had the ropes course, it was all complimentary and included. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it was complimentary, but that ship isn't as new and it isn't as big, I think, as the Encore. Yeah. No, the Encore is definitely, you know, the newest and biggest and greatest with, you know, with Norwegian. But as far as entertainment, even if you have to go and pay for it, though, it's vacation. I mean, that's just... Those experiences sound incredible, especially the, the virtual reality stuff. I can see so many families really wanting to experience that. Oh, yeah. I, that's something I definitely would pay extra for. 
Definitely. Because I think the kids would just love going in there and enjoying it. And it's not something that is only going to last, oh, a couple minutes, this and that. I mean, you could be in there for hours because they had so many different things. Wow. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, but my, my, you know, when I looked at it, I thought, uh, we have five kids. So <laughs> yeah. we're, you know, taking five kids on a cruise that you just paid for, you know, if I'm now paying for the go-karts and the virtual reality, because let's face it, you can't take them on that ship and not let them experience all of those other things. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, definitely something that needs to be figured into the budget of, yes. uh, you know, of what you're spending on board. Most definitely. What about the cabins? Like, what were the cabins like? Because I know, especially since this is a newer ship, are they your typical size cabins where, I mean, they fit so many people and some of them are smaller than others. Can I just get your take on it? Yeah, I did. Um, I went around and looked at um, a bunch of the different cabins just to get an idea of size wise. Um, I think size, I think they're pretty comparable to um, other ships that I've been on. Um, I do have to say, though, for in the um, Haven area, it's beautiful. I think it's definitely, again, made for older. I don't know if people would like little children running around there. It seemed very sophisticated to me. Not um, not an area where I would bring my two younger kids. I, I, so I here's have the other kids. thing, though, that I would say, and it's really hard when you're on an inaugural sailing because there are no children. So it is hard to get that complete sense of what would it, what would this look like during a normal sailing, uh, because it is all adults on those, uh, you know, days. So, so I do wonder how different that feel would be Debbie like if it was yeah, just a typical sailing but I know true. if you had kids running up and down the hall you know it may feel different right Definitely. yeah I think the rooms though I think the rooms were um a good size they do have like a private area like in the um again in the haven area they do have a private pool area um a private lounge the the cabins in those in that area they were they were quite large they were very yeah. nice. Other regular cabins, they have like these little um, studio cabins where you can actually fit just one person and they're smaller, but le- it was, they were great. They were great. They had a little bathroom in it. It was, would be perfect for somebody sailing either by themselves or if they were with a group of say girls or guys, they could have little separate ones that their rooms would connect. What I love about those studio rooms, I don't know if you're aware of this, but they also have a studio room lounge. So if you have people that are traveling alone as a single, you know, that's a place that they can go to meet other people who are traveling in those studio rooms. Right. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was such a nice area. Yeah. And they're one of the only cruise lines that really have a pretty decent single pricing, you know, as far as cabins are concerned where most of them are, you know, you have your, you have to pay for more of like the double occupancy. Right, right. I would say that our rooms, um, our cabins, very tastefully done. They were very beautiful and appeasing to the eye. Um, I loved the layout of it, but it to me did seem a little smaller than the other cruise lines I've been on. I would agree Um, with that. I found that while it was very tastefully done and the colors and everything were nice and warm and the layout of the cabin was good, I did find it, the staterooms to be smaller than what I'm used to on like a Royal. Yes. Yes. I would agree. I've cruised four different lines and I would say that that's probably the smallest um, cabin that I I had an ocean view balcony and um, the layout of that 
it was nice, but it was the smallest that I've had. But I will tell you that the cucumber jalapeno mojito <laughs> at the sugar cane bar made up for the small cabin because it was by <laughs> far the best cocktail. <laughs> I, I have to agree. About it. <laughs> well, I will even say that my entire experience you know, I would sell them again. The the small oh, cabin yeah. did not deter me whatsoever from thinking, wow, I would sell this cruise line again. And and I say that, and I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. That cocktail was amazing. They have just a mojito bar. And Debbie, we went there quite often, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, you must have had the drink package. <laughs> didn't. It was so an great. inaugural sailing. We didn't have to pay for them. <laughs> but what I will say too is the, and even there, like just in like a little mojito bar, the entertainment, like the live music, unbelievable. They were so good. And they just have so, a whole bunch of different lounges to go to. They had um, a Beatles, um, area that you can go and listen to different types of music and that that part I just loved like you can yep. really go around and just get any type of, of music you would want to hear yeah they had a great whiskey bar they had you know I mean like the, the regular bars like in the middle of like you know the ship and whatnot um, they had a the district brew house where they have you know tons of just draft and bottled and you know specialty beers um I mean, they, it was really cool. They had great lounges. And my ship also had, it had one particular lounge that um, Sid Norman's Poorhouse. And one evening I went back to the room with our youngest, my um, aunt who was 70, my husband in his mid forties, a 19 year old and a 16 year old went in to listen to the music. All four of them came back to the room discussing how great it was. And I thought that had to be good to, in, for a 16-year-old and a 70-year-old to all enjoy it, right? Yeah. that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. I Again, I would say that the entertainment was quite impressive. Now, some of the specialty restaurants. So, be, again, because it was an inaugural and we were only on it for two days, you know, most of uh, – we, we did eat in one of the specialty restaurants. Um, what was it called? Oh, yeah, Food Republic. Um, and it was, you know, it was very good. It had different like tapas almost type of food, but they have tons of options as far as specialty restaurants go. And the, you know, and the Food Republic was good, but the one restaurant that we did not get into to, to eat at in, you know, our short time on the ship is Onda. And it is supposed to be unbelievable, um, their Italian restaurant. We ate at the buffet. Um, I really liked the setup in the main dining room, buffet, like the buffet. It was set up really nice with its different stations and whatnot. And they did, and I don't think that it was necessarily like a typical buffet, but they did one day um, like a seafood extravaganza, and that was incredible. I did not do any of the specialty dining on board. Um, we stayed pretty much with just complimentary dining. One of the things about Norwegian that might be different um, if you've never cruised Norwegian is you make reservations at the different restaurants um, online on your cruise planner before you go. So like we had um, savor, taste, Tropicana, there's a noodle bar, uh, the Oshinan's Neighborhood Bar and Grill. You didn't need um, reservations for that. But I got online and 
made those reservations before we ever got onto the boat. Um, and so we ate at a different restaurant most nights. Um, we ate at the um, neighborhood bar and grill several times. They have a little bowling alley there and they had video games. And then of course it was during football season. And so we went there a couple of nights and watched football games, NFL football games and ate. Um, and then they also have a bar where you can kind of look down over into the atrium and see whatever entertainment is going on down there as well. So we enjoyed the atmosphere of the neighborhood bar and grill. The food wasn't that fabulous, but um, we went in for other reasons than just the food there. Um, now, we, did you have to pay extra to bowl or anything like that? Uh, the bowling was included. We did not do um, any of the arcade games, so I'm not sure... I'm, I'm sure that you probably had to pay for those. Right. But like, right. we were sitting in the bar one night watching the Titans game and um, there were families coming in there and they were enjoying darts and they were enjoying pool. Um, it wasn't such a bar atmosphere that families weren't coming in because it was a restaurant as well. Um, so families were coming in and enjoying their time together, doing the different activities kind of surrounding that restaurant bar. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of nice. Um, Tropicana was probably my favorite of all the restaurants that we ate in. Um, the buffets were good. We enjoyed just your, you know, your garden cafe buffet kind of thing. I didn't notice a huge difference between breakfast at the buffet versus we did eat breakfast in one of the restaurants one morning because I like to compare. Sometimes they offer different things. And um, I did not notice a huge difference in other than just a quieter atmosphere uh, going to the restaurant and what they offered and the taste of it versus right. the buffet. Um, we did have well, lunch and it was good. We had um, gone to the local bar and grill. I don't know um, if that is anything the same as what you, they had on yours, but it was like their 24-hour eatery. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would go there in the evenings, you know, and like, I don't know, I would have like a Reuben. What did you have, Debbie? I'm trying to Oh, uh, I had a burger. Yeah. And that was really good too. Yeah, it was. You know, like just, it was, it was more of, you know, like kind of simple. Quick like food. food. Yeah. But it was, yeah. but it was a sit down table service restaurant, you know. Right. Right. It was. Uh, yes. Ours was too. Ours had a, um, an Irish flair to it so they offered things like fish and chips and shepherd's pie and you could also get things like uh you know spinach and artichoke dip and nachos and hamburgers as well okay sure sure yeah yeah that was good and that was complimentary yes complimentary and then just a fun environment um to go and hang out and just a lot of things going on around that area so you found a lot of people kind of going that way um, especially after dinner, but we had dinner a couple of nights there just based on, you know, our world revolves around football. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so Stacey, um, did you sell, like, did you do like a free at sea promotion? We did do a free at sea promotion, but we did not choose the free specialty dining and the free drink package. Um, When you choose those, they do charge you the gratuities onto that. So it is, even though they are free, you are getting those extra charges. And um, we're not drinkers, so we knew the drink package wasn't really something we needed. And then 
we don't like to do a reservation every night. So we were okay with skipping out on the specialty dining. So we just chose the free Wi-Fi and the free um, $50 short excursion credit. And then my aunt and um, nephew did the free airfare through Norwegian. Okay. Yeah. So the way that that works for anybody that doesn't know is it's based on the room category that you book, how many free at sea options that you get to choose. And they loved coming in. Like they flew in with Norwegian and it was all set up by Norwegian. They send you your flight information. They pick you up at the airport and take you to the um, ship. And then a lot of people that were on their planes were boarding the ship as well. Um, and so it was nice to have that free airfare option. I was just going to say, just so you know, with the free airfare option, they automatically will add on transfer. So you are paying for transfers automatically. Right, right. Yes. I just want to add though, so all of this can be booked through one of the travel agents from Marvelous Miles Travels. Um, and they're more than willing to help you book your trip and plan your vacation from start to finish. And uh, Carrie is actually the owner of this. Um, so if you would like to, you can reach us at MarvelousMouseTravels.com where they can provide you with free quotes. I would say that I also did, which I don't think you guys would have experienced that with your sailing. I did the priority package. It's about $179 per, or it was on our sailing, um, per room. It, it, it gives you priority boarding. It gives you um, free room service because other than the continental breakfast, room service is a $10 charge. Um, it gives you free, um, you know, at the ports, kind of a priority getting on and off the ship there and then priority getting off the ship. Um, I did not notice um, a huge value in it except for when we got off the ship. Um, when we got on the ship, I wasn't very impressed with the process that Norwegian has to do that. I didn't feel like it was a very smooth process compared to some of the other lines that I've sailed. And we, they didn't even send us through the priority line because it was a longer wait than the normal line um, when we got on. But when we got off, we had a special little place to go. We always take our luggage off ourselves and it was not crowded. There were probably only four to five families there. They only sell those priority boarding packages to 25 rooms, other than the Haven rooms that already have some things going on like that. Um, and so we only had a few people there. They escorted us. We went to a different area and were able to get off a lot quicker and a lot smoother than all the other people standing in those lines. Oh, interesting. So we boarded in Manhattan. And the process was, you know, I, I thought the process to be pretty smooth and simple. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, some of my worst boarding experiences have been with Disney Cruise Line, you know, at Port Canaveral, um, you know, where it's just like a madhouse. Um, so I think it just depends on the port where you're getting on sometimes. Yes, um, this was in New Orleans, and I've sailed out of there three other times. Um, oh, okay. So they just hand, I don't know if it was the time of day we were boarding, um, or I don't know if it was just their process in general, but it wasn't as smooth as boardings I've had in the past. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when you pay the extra thinking you're going in getting a specialized boarding. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You're looking mm. for the value in that. 
Exactly. And I didn't see it. Matter of fact, my husband said before we got off, he said, you know, I really didn't see the value in that extra $180 you paid. And then when we got off the ship so smoothly, he said, well, that was what you paid for. Um, <laughs> you know, so we saw it that day. I just wonder if it should have been more that way the whole trip or not. But it, you know, just so that listeners know it's an option. Um, you might even find more value in it than we did because you might have a different experience, but that was our experience with that. So this was your first time sailing Norwegian, right? Yes, it was. Um, I've had several clients sell Norwegian and that was what put me onto, I wanted to experience it and be able to give, um, feedback from my own personal experience. Um, my clients have sailed the Breakaway. Um, that was a popular ship in this area that they loved. And it's kind of a sister ship to the getaway. But it was my first experience with Norwegian. I asked all of our, we traveled with six. So we had two rooms um, that were adjoining. And I asked everyone kind of what they rated Norwegian as a whole. And when they rated this, you also have to remember with our trip, an excursion got canceled because of weather, and a port got closed because of weather. Which so can we happen get... on any cruise line at exactly. any time. Exactly. Exactly. But so unfortunately, told... it does impact your overall experience. It does. It does. So when they rated it, they also had to calculate those things in mind. I think that kind of affected them. But, of course, we're all Disney Cruise Line fans. You know, when I ask them about Disney, they give it a 10. Um, mm-hmm. I asked them about Norwegian, and they said a 7.5. And I thought that was a fair rating. Um, yeah. They mm-hmm. all said they would sell it again. They all said it was better than some of the other cruise lines they've sold. Um, so they were pleased and would all go again. All right. That's the, I mean, that's for fair, the value. That's fair. Because I feel like the value of the pricing that we paid for that trip um, was good as well. Yeah. So, and I, that's where it's hard for me to um, to to comment on price versus value because it was an inaugural and it was my first time on Norwegian. I do typically sail Royal Caribbean and Disney. I, I thought it was great. Like I can see it, like I said, for like the, the ship layout is very different than what I'm used to. I didn't feel like they had, and, and Stacy, I wonder if your ship was similar. I didn't feel like they had that same grand lobby area. No, it was but, much smaller. Right. But mm-hmm. I thought like for going back to, again, like the entertainment and the lounges and those types of things, like I could see my husband and myself and like the older kids really enjoying that. Uh, but I still found that like for like a, you know, full like family um, experience. I still think that, uh, you know, Disney and Royal rate a little higher in my opinion. Yes, um, I would agree with that. We also missed the, um, personalization. When you do dining the way that they do, you lose a little bit of that personal relationship that you make with the people on board. Um, it's not that they didn't do a good job of servicing us because they did, but we missed, you know, having the same waiter every night and being able to get to know them. Um, we had that relationship with our steward, our cabin steward, but we missed the personalization of that as well. Right, of course. Yeah, you know, it does give you, um, you know, that that different, you know, it doesn't, you know, impact your experience for sure when you have that. 
And, you know, it was interesting, too, because Debbie had just come off of the Symphony of the Seas, like, two days before, right, Debbie? Yes, two days before. So what was your, like, uh, overall impression when you were, like, your comparison? Now, obviously, a little different. You were on the symphony with your family. Now you're doing this, you know, and it's only two days, and it's, you know, for business purposes. Right. So my take was how you um, were just saying, like, when you walked onto the ship, like when I walked onto Symphony of the Seas, I walked in and honestly, I was just wowed. I just felt like it was beautiful. You could just see so much. And I felt like when we walked on to the Encore, I was kind of waiting for that big moment where you're just like, oh my goodness, look at this ship and it's huge and this and that. And I, I never felt that. I never felt that on the ship. I felt it was a little more closed off and dark. I mean, it was a beautiful ship and yes, it was designed beautifully and, and I mean, everything And I was think just... it's like almost has like a little bit more like elegance to it in certain ways. Like, yes. like that, like the, um, overlook lounge. What was that lounge called? I'm trying to think. Gosh, what was uh, it? The observation lounge. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Like totally beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, you know, the, the just beautiful, but it just... It, it had that different feel to it. Right. And I think elegant, I think is the perfect word. I think, and that's again, why I felt it's definitely a ship for older children and adults. Yes. Like again, like you said, if, if my husband and myself went on it, I think we would have an absolute wonderful time. The entertainment again, amazing. The, just the different bars. I mean, there was really a bar everywhere everywhere where when you go on say Royal Caribbean, which I just got off of, there was a bar here and there, but nothing like Norwegian. Yeah. Nothing. Um, food wise. I thought the food was, I, I liked the food presentation on Norwegian. I liked how they pre- like had it, everything set up. I liked that food. I thought the food was um, good on both ships. I have to say, I mean, again, I'm not a very picky eater, so it's not a, uh, I'm just not a picky eater, but I thought the food was good on both ships. I liked the presentation better on Norwegian, but I liked the royal setup of the entire ship, not the food area, the entire ship. I liked royal setup. I thought that was definitely uh, more kid-friendly. Yeah. So then I know all of y'all said that y'all would go again, but is there like one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is, or let's not say even advice, but like one thing that they can't miss out on if they go on a Norwegian cruise? I would say the show's. Yeah, I would say the entertainment from our experience on the Encore. And I think that, you know, like as an agency, we do sell a tremendous amount of Norwegian Cruise Line. Um, and it's a great brand and a great product. I think it's just about qualifying your clients, you know, like for us um, and making sure that, you know, they have an understanding of the ships and what's going to be good for the individuals and the age groups that they're sailing with. And overall though, the entertainment. Definitely. Thank you ladies for that conversation. And I want to thank you for listening today. If you'd like a quote for a Norwegian cruise line vacation or any other type of destination, please email us at contact us at marvelousmousetravels.com. I'll provide a show link in our show notes. I would like to thank you for listening once again, and please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We hope that you have a marvelous week and we'll talk to you soon.